The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Hey, everybody, this is Mary-Kate Gulick, and you are here for another episode of AMP, the actionable marketing podcast from AMA Omaha. Today, we are here with Mardra Sikora and Tom Keeley from Barnhart Press. Thank you guys for joining us. How are you? We're great. Fantastic. So glad to hear it. Thanks for coming in today. Want to talk about so much to you guys about print. So my background, I came up as a direct mail person, and we used to work a lot with Barnhart when I was doing that kind of work. And I, I wonder with all the changes and everybody's moved towards digital, I'm under the impression that that is not a thing that people are doing anymore. Like direct mail is not a thing, right? This is where we pounce on you. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so direct mail is uh, definitely still a thing, and. Uh, Really large companies like, for example, Nordstrom's recently learned the hard way. They dropped their loyalty program from being direct mail to straight email. And they've come forward and said, like the top levels have come forward and said, we have lost traffic because we didn't mail our loyalty coupons anymore. Really? So, yeah, I mean, from the top down to mid-level companies, direct mail is super important. We enjoy doing it still. Uh, it's it's important, obviously important part of our business. Tom is always willing to help people to make that go. Did you yes. talk about direct mail at all? Any of the projects we've worked on lately, or yeah, we some of the direct mail we do. A lot of it's invitations, mm-hmm. RSVP cards, um, things like that. Some people still mail out coupons. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of newsletters and a lot of newsletters. There's a lot of people that like to have the newsletter in their hand and read it. And then one thing that I was going to share was that uh, millennials are particularly interested in direct mail. There's a fact that, according to marketing charts, 92% of millennials say they are influenced by direct mail to make purchase decisions. Wow. I, that blows my mind because I, it, it, when you first hear it, it sounds completely counterintuitive. But then I guess when you think about it, if they haven't you know, had this context right, of junk mail, we should stop doing this, then this is probably one of the few media in their life that comes to them and it's something that they can touch. It's something they can interact with. It's something that can be personalized. Um, so they, I imagine it, that makes sense that they would really get a lot out of the direct mail experience. Um, I think it has to be handled correctly though. I mean, you can't just send a blanket postcard to anybody really and uh, expect it to do the marketing job you need it to do. I think millennials and Gen Z are so accustomed to giving away so much information mm-hmm. um, that if, if the mail isn't personalized to them, if it doesn't actually speak to them and their experience, then yeah, they're going to throw it away and use that four letter word junk. No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think that the fact that they uh, have put all that out there, they expect it to be personalized, they expect it to be an experience um, and interactive, and in that, then it drives them to the next spot, you know, done well. And that's the key. I also think that millennials, honestly, uh, are better at um, environmental conscientiousness, and the counterintuitive part of people may think, well, that means they don't want direct mail, but actually they're handling it better. Oh, They're taking that mail and putting it in the recycle bin. They're not just throwing it in the trash knowing it's going into a landfill. So that cycle is actually more effective 
in the younger generations, I think. That's really interesting. And you mentioned personalization. Are you guys doing a lot more of that these days? Totally. That blows my mind. I, I'm an old timer, so in my world, personalization meant the address and name that you laser at the top of it. I mean, I, I've got to guess that I'm completely out of the loop on this. What What's possible now that wasn't possible even a few years ago? Well, you know, you get a, something in the mail that says occupant. <laughs> right. Where does that go? <laughs> Recycle bin, hopefully, not the landfill. Exactly. Right. Yeah, exactly. No. Um, a lot of the mail we do nowadays is personalized and we can do a polyfoil and some different things, you know, applications like that, that really will make your name stand out. Right. And if you think about, you know, um, laser printer as opposed to a foil in your name, you're talking about, you know, and now we're moving on from direct mail necessarily, although we have done that with some direct mail pieces. Um, it's also more your your cartons, mm-hmm. your personalized packaging products, your pocket folders, your um, uh, informational brochures that are very s- specific and short run. Um, things that you would never, I, I've j- used the joke a few times already, do in the old days like last year. Right. Because you'd think it was way too cost, way too cost, expe- you know, not cost effective now because of digital uh, processes and technology, you can do really short runs, very specific marketing campaigns. Your ABs are a lot more effective. So I'm trying to make sure that I heard this right. Are you actually saying that it's possible to do personalized foil? Yes. Whoop. <laughs> what? Um, but real talk, though, that has mm-hmm. to be out of control expensive. Like, that's not something that everybody can afford. It, it's all digital. It's digital. So really? there's no foil plates. There's... Mm-hmm. You just send the file back to the machine, or the Skodex is the name of the machine, Mm -hmm. and we can personalize folders, we can personalize envelopes, we can personalize, Mm -hmm. I mean. Yep. And people like to see their name on things. Yes, they do. That's that's a universal, never-changing fact. Never-changing fact. And and where we get used to seeing our name, laser printer on a letter, or our name on a postcard, for example, um, people are still delighted and surprised when they see their name again on something like a, a carton, mm-hmm. a small, uh, a folder, things like that. So you, as marketers, you got to kind of think a little bit outside of what you used to know and realize that because the presses are bigger um, and there's so many more finishing options that uh, you can personalize pretty much anything that's printed. That's astonishing. And I think I think you hit the nail right on the head it would not even occur to me to ask about things like this because it is so ingrained in me that no, 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 you cannot afford that. You know, you cannot afford foil. You cannot afford personalization. You can't afford custom die cuts. So shut up with those ideas because it's not going to happen. So how would you, how do you re-educate people who have come up understanding print as a much more manual and much more limited um, medium? Well, Tom has the rough job of going out and showing people one at a time. (laughs) I think that's a fun job. <laughs> Come and join me. <laughs> we actually use our own direct mail, of course, um, uh, a lot, and to try to help educate people around the country as far as what's new and what's happening. I mean, we, we didn't, haven't even touched on laser die cutting yet, which is also um, equipment that we have that's really unique. And, um, and it, but you really do have to kind of see it. So we use the other channels as much as we can so far as social networking and uh, educating people online and putting articles out. Um, we were um, last year honored as a top innovator by Printing Impressions magazine awesome. because of 
this combination and fun ways that we get to use it. So we try to use the press to help us to educate people. But since it's a tactile experience, you really kind of have to touch it and yes. to get to just buy in and geek out like we do. <laughs> yeah. They, one thing I will do is we have some great pictures of some of the dimensional UV and um, the personalized foil. And I'll share those on the Instagram account when this when this episode launches. But you're right, Marjorie. You have to touch it. And that that's one of the amazing things about print that I think can never go away is that there is no other way to reproduce that portable tactile experience. And, you know, what are people doing now that, you know, that's so new and cool that they're, that really um, makes that tactile experience come to life? I think the personalization Mm -hmm. is key. Mm -hmm. And keeping the personalization in line with your own business uh, brand and your brand identity. This is where, you know, we're bombarded with over 5,000 ads a day, they say. And that's like not even if you're in Times Square. Mm -hmm. So with that in mind, your brand has to be something when you see it in print you have to really experience it now. Otherwise, it's lost among all of that clutter. So um, the personalization is super important. The raised foil helps because it adds to that dimension. Right. The dimensional UV helps because you're called to touch it. And um, Tom and I were talking about how the soft touch finish, we use a, mostly a soft touch lamination. I mean, that's been the hottest thing, honestly, for about the last three years. Why is that? Because it sounds like a very simple thing, but mm-hmm. what is it about soft touch that people go bananas for? Oh, yeah. You have to feel it. <laughs> <laughs> you, do, you have to feel it. Someone described it to me as the back of your ear. It's wow. How the back of your ear yeah. feels. That's what soft is. touch is. But it like you literally start petting the piece if you have a really nice soft touch finish. Um, and it, it just hits different parts of your brain. And as yeah. marketers, that's the most important thing is that we have to hit more than one spot in someone's brain to get them to remember, to be part of the brand, to be that interactive experience. And it's it's a, the soft touch has been across markets. I mean, we see it in um, um, like in healthcare and or hospice or retirement mm. centers really like that because it conveys comfort. It conveys stability. Whereas uh, similar, same but different, you know, I've seen it in um, – high-tech groups and in banking markets because, you know, we all, every brand wants to say, trust me. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. I guess the soft touch is saying, trust me. And different (laughs) markets portray, they want, you know, portray what what they do. So just the different paper stocks, Mm -hmm. like attorneys may want more of a linen stock on pocket folders or or their letterhead. Mm -hmm. And it's just, you have to find that market. But soft touch is like, Feeling a peach, warm and you know, kind of fuzzy yeah. and mm-hmm. just soft and. Yep, you see it in a lot of books now. Um, yeah, in and addition it, to it's the such an easy process now, mm-hmm. right? To put Amazing. it on. You guys should see us all in the studio. I think we are all sitting here like making these hand gestures of like <laughs> petting it's paper. True. It's true. It's kind of embarrassing, but if you've ever felt soft touch, you you know what we mean. <laughs> right, and someone. don't pretend that you don't. Um, this is really interesting to me because it, it brings up this idea of um, of print material being part of 
a brand guideline package, Mm -hmm. which is not something that most organizations, even significant enterprise organizations explore. But you're dead on, Tom, that, you know, we should only be printing on this weight, this type, this feel of paper. This is because it's not just about visually conveying consistency, auditorily conveying consistency. You can tactily convey consistency. So, I mean, talk to your print folks about how to, you know, what is the feel that we're going for? When you say, look and feel, let's take that literally. That's exactly um, Yeah. The whole brand identity, people need to remember that everything about your memory is affected when you touch something. So what exactly are you saying with that piece? There's also been, I'm total print geek. I love that you're a total print geek. (laughs) There's also studies that show um, that if you if you get something that's on a lightweight stock as opposed to a heavier stock, you will trust what is printed on the heavier stock more than you will trust what's printed on a lightweight stock. Wow. Which, you know, it's one of those many studies that after you hear it, you go, well, yeah. <laughs> right? We'll take business cards for an example. Right. If you're mm-hmm. on a thicker stock, <clears throat> hand someone, mm-hmm. you know, something, an 80-pound book right. compared to 120-pound cover. Right. That card there. It's like a flimsy handshake otherwise, yeah. right? Yes. You don't, you know, you exactly. a really good way to put <laughs> it. Like right. a wet noodle. It's right. So, and Get that's that wet what noodle away from me. <laughs> and this is why I think really Prince having a, a real resurgence over the last three, four years. And it's because people, um, you know, wanted to print things on their own printer at home and mm-hmm. this is good enough and I'll reach them via email. But then we got bombarded with so much of that, that uh, it's come back to if you're legitimate and you really stand behind your brand, you need to have uh, something solid to, to back it up. And that's where print comes in. And I think that part of that resurgence may be this desire to um, to experience quality. I mean, thanks mm-hmm. to a lot of the resurgence in other artisanal areas, mm-hmm. you know, we want something that feels like somebody made it, mm-hmm. um, not just that somebody flip, 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 lasered it out right. at their office right. and then, you know, yep. um, and I think that's a wonderful thing. And the more dimensional, multidimensional we can be with our marketing overall, the better for everyone. So, um, well, and everybody does learn a different way. Everybody reacts to things a different way. Everybody um, so everybody needs to be marketed to in their own way. And again, like we said earlier, we, we've given so much of our preferences over into the great internet mm-hmm. um, that now we expect that you're going you're gonna to give me and talk to me the way that I like to be talked to. Yeah. So what are the questions that people come to you most with? What are some of the biggest, the most common questions and also the weirdest questions that people bring to Barnhart? I get some, can you do this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Or, or how can we, this is our market, this is what we want to do, mm-hmm. how do we put this together? So sometimes we'll have meetings in the office with a client and say, what do you want to do? And the main thing is to listen to them, mm-hmm. what they want, and then help them figure out how to get there. Mm-hmm. And with all the digital technology nowadays versus, you know, the old presses, which we still use, like the six-color mm-hmm. presses, making plates, putting the inks on there, mm-hmm. we now have some what they call J presses that are digital, but print inks. Oh, so it's different than some of our mm-hmm. um, digital that print toners. Mm-hmm. And you can see a lot of people can't tell the difference, but it's, there's a huge difference on it. So we can print like 100 of those moon pie boxes, mm-hmm. put the um, polyfoil on there. Mm-hmm. And the price is not expensive on that. 
That's pretty. You guys, the moon pie box he's talking about, I'll put a picture of that on Instagram too. It is a true delight and has completely <laughs> made my day. It's gorgeous raised foil um, and such intricate detail on and it. And I will have more of those once we get some more moon pies in. Yay! <laughs> One of the questions that I get is, is when it comes to a lot of this new technology, like the the variable uh, and the laser things, is people just, they're like, I love this, but how do I use it? Mm-hmm. Where is this application yeah. really going to work for me? So places that, um, markets that we see at best used right now are a lot of nonprofits in so much as they want to do something for a small group, like maybe your board, maybe your high donors, you want to do a special thank you. Um, maybe you've, maybe you've worked on a promotional piece and you need a special carton that's personalized that that's kind of where we see it in real life. Um, in addition to conferences, it's a huge, mm-hmm. great way to use conference. Anybody who's ever gone to a trade show has probably gotten a list ahead, ahead of time. Yes. And, in addition to the technology being uh, what it is, we're also pretty darn fast. <laughs> so yes. we, um, so if you have a list, there's one thing to have your postcard ahead, and then there's something else to have something personalized in the booth for your people, which, as a side note, helps you know who you saw and who you didn't see. And then the third oh. and most important way to use personalization is after it's over, which is, you know, again, studies say the, the way most marketers fail is after the show. If you know everyone you see and you have warm leads, why doesn't every one of those people get a folder that's personalized with their name on it? You've got your conversations on the inside. Or uh, again, a small carton piece that's personalized mm-hmm. with what you're selling or talking about. That's the uh, that's a really key way. And then, of course, being, uh, again, marketing people, you have something with it to lead them to the landing page and you will see the results. It's funny that you like. bring that up. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> what everybody likes. Um, so we should have made a moon pie box with her name on it. <laughs> Next time. Next time, I will expect that's my right. name on the moon pie that's box. Right. Um, but people do say that the least important part of the trade show is the actual trade show itself. Mm-hmm. It's what you take away from it um, and what happens afterward. And I think we spend a lot of time worrying about that experience without worrying about how we're going to make the follow-up happen. Yep, and making it impactful. There's actually a, a group we worked with that did a little selfie station at the show, took little digital Polaroids, and then sent everyone a piece after with their picture on it. Fantastic. <clears throat> you know, so that says, I see you, which obviously is super important. We connected. They're going to put it on their desk, right? So there are so many ways to get creative. Um, we uh, Was it two years ago we had a little open house? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we had people stand up against the wall, took their picture. While they were going around the open house having some drinks and ate things, we made a deck of playing cards with their picture on it. <gasps> Mm-hmm. In the time they got done doing their tour, we had the playing cards printed, die cut, and into their little package, mm-hmm. which at the, took at maybe door. 15 minutes for mm-hmm. each deck of cards. Right. And they must the have longest been smiling from setting ear to ear. Yes. Really, the, the setup at the art department was probably the longest part of the process. Yeah. Run it through the press, laser die cut it. And so we all yeah. had that done maybe 20 minutes, because mm-hmm. at one time we had some orders stacked up, so we had to hurry up and get them printed. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so we made a deck of cards for everybody with their picture on it. That is on the so back cool. Of short little, yeah. yeah. We like to show off. It's who we are. Well, you know, there's nothing wrong with showing off, especially in this business. Right. So what's the best thing people can do if they're really, you know, 
I want to make a big impression. I want to give somebody this tactile experience. I don't even know what is possible. This is, you know, either it's not my context or if you're like me, my context is hopefully, hopelessly outmoded. Um, what do I do? How, what's the best way for me to find out what's possible? Mm-hmm. Probably give us a call and stop by at the plant. Yeah. We love to give plant tours. Mm-hmm. We can show you what, when the equipment's running, what it can do. We have samples of thousands of different products, mm-hmm. forms, right. playing cards that we have done. <laughs> and we have samples there that you can take with you if you want. Yeah, definitely reach out to us because um, as print geeks, we uh, if you tell us the the uh, you know the experience that you're looking to achieve, tell us the event that you're looking to do. What are you trying to get? And we are happy to be one of the components. You know, um, obviously there's the follow through and there's the the digital things that go along with it. It's important to to include print early so that you can maximize all of those experiences together. Very good. And what number should they call? 402-341-1322. Very good. And if you guys have never toured Barnhart, you should do it just for your own. If for nothing else, it will blow your mind how some of this stuff works. I I mean, I can say that I was just, I still can't quite get over it. How do people build these things and how do they make them work? But it is um, so cool. And we're so very lucky to have this resource nationally recognized and award-winning right here in Omaha to help us be better marketers. So thank you, Mardra, and thank you, Tom, for joining me today. Really appreciated all the insights and for re-educating me about what is possible (laughs) in print. So you guys have a great day. Thank you. And you all will talk to you next time on AMP, the actionable marketing podcast from AMA Omaha. Bye-bye. A partner media production.